0: Canto Five of *The Rape of the Lock* by Alexander Pope. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. She said, the pitying audience melt in tears, but fate and Jove had stopped the Baron's ears. In vain, Thalestris with reproach assails; for who can move when fair Belinda fails? Not half so fixed the Trojan could remain while anna begged and dido raged in vain then grave clarissa graceful waved her fan silence ensued and thus the nymph began say why are beauties praised and honoured most the wise man's passion and the vain man's toast why decked with all that land and sea afford why angels called and angel-like adored Why round our coaches crowd the white-gloved bows? Why bows the side-box from its inmost rose? How vain are all these glories, all our pains, Unless good sense preserve what beauty gains! That men may say, when we the front-box grace, Behold the first in virtue as in face. Oh, if to dance all night, and dress all day, charmed the smallpox or chaste old age away who would not scorn what housewives cares produce or who would learn one earthly thing of use to patch nay ogle might become a saint nor could it sure be such a sin to paint but since alas frail beauty must decay curled or uncurled since locks will turn to gray since painted or not painted all shall fade and she who scorns a man must die a maid what then remains but well our power to use and keep good humour still whate'er we lose and trust me dear good humour can prevail when airs and flights and screams and scolding fail beauties in vain their pretty eyes may roll Charms strike the sight, but merit wins the soul. So spoke the dame, but no applause ensued. Belinda frowned. Thalestries called her prude. Two arms, to arms, the fierce Virago cries, and swift as lightning to the combat flies. All side in parties and begin the attack. Fans clap, silks rustle, and tough whalebones crack. Heroes and heroines shouts confusedly rise, and bass and treble voices strike the skies. No common weapons in their hands are found, like gods they fight, nor dread a mortal wound. So when bold Homer makes the gods engage, and heavenly breasts with human passions rage, Against Pallas, Mars, Latona, Hermes arms, And all Olympus rings with loud alarms. Jove's thunder roars, heaven trembles all around, Blue Neptune storms, and bell-winged deeps resound. Earth shakes her nodding towers, the ground gives way, And the pale ghosts start at the flash of day. Triumphant Umbriel, on a height clapped his glad wings and sat to view the fight propped on their botkin spears the sprites survey the growing combat or assist the fray while throw the press enraged the lestries flies and scatters death around them both her eyes a bow and witling perished in the throng one died in metaphor and one in song o oh, cruel nymph a living death I bear, cried Dapperwit, and sunk beside his chair. A mournful glance Sir Fopling upwards cast, Those eyes are made so killing, was his last. Thus on Meander's flowery margin lies the expiring swan, and as he sings he dies. When bold Sir Plume had drawn Clarissa down, Chloe stepped in and killed him with a frown she smiled to see the doughty hero slain but at her smile the bow revived again now jove suspends his golden scales in air weighs the men's wits against the lady's hair the doubtful beam long nods from side to side at length the wits mount up the hairs subside See fierce Belinda on the barren flies, With more than usual lightning in her eyes, Nor feared the chief the unequal fight to try, Who sought no more than on his foe to die. But this bold lord, with manly strength endued, She with one finger and a thumb subdued, Just where the breath of life his nostrils drew, A charge of snuff the wily virgin threw. The gnomes direct to every atom just, the pungent grains of titillating dust. Sudden with starting tears, each eye o'erflows, and the high dome re-echoes to his nose. "'Now meet thy fate,' incensed Belinda cried, and drew a deadly bodkin from her side the same his ancient personage to deck her great-great-grandsire wore about his neck and three seal rings which after melted down formed a vast buckle for his widow's gown her infant grandam's whistle next it grew the bell she jingled and the whistle blew then in a bodkin graced her mother's hairs which long she wore and now belinda wears boast not my fall he cried insulting foe thou by some other shalt be laid as low nor think to die dejects my lofty mind all that i dread is leaving you behind rather than so ah let me still survive and burn in cupid's flames but burn alive restore the lock she cries and all around restore the lock the vaulted roofs rebound not fierce othello in so loud a strain roared for the handkerchief that caused his pain but see how oft ambitious aims are crossed and chiefs contend till all the prize is lost the lock obtained with guilt and kept with pain in every place is sought but sought in vain with such a prize no mortal must be blest so heaven decrees with heaven who can contest some thought it mounted to the lunar sphere since all things lost on earth are treasured there there heroes wits are kept in ponderous vases and bows in snuff-boxes and tweezer cases there broken vows and death-bed alms are found and lovers hearts with ends of ribbon bound the courtier's promises and sick man's prayers the smiles of harlots and the tears of heirs, cages for gnats and chains to yoke a flea dried butterflies and tomes of casuistry but trust the muse she saw it upward rise though marked by none but quick poetic eyes. So Rome's great founder to the heavens withdrew, to Proculus alone confessed in view. A sudden star, it shot through liquid air and drew behind a radiant trail of hair. Not Bernice's locks first rose so bright, the heavens bespangling with disheveled light the sylphs behold it kindling as it flies and pleased pursue its progress through the skies this the beau monde shall from the mall survey and hail with music its propitious ray this the blest lover shall for venus take and send up vows from rosamanda's lake this partridge soon shall view in cloudless skies when next he looks through galileo's eyes and hence the egregious wizard shall foredoom the fate of louis and the fall of rome then cease bright nymph to mourn thy ravished hair which adds new glory to the shining sphere not all the tresses that fair head can boast Shall draw such envy as the lock you lost. For after all the murders of your eye, When after millions slain, yourself shall die. When those fair suns shall set, as set they must, And all those tresses shall be laid in dust, This lock the muse shall consecrate to fame, And midst the stars inscribe Belinda's name. End of Canto 5 Recording by Rhonda Fetterman End of The Rape of the Lock by Alexander Pope